threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Cam, you look good. I do look good. Oh, huh. I don't know. Just got the shirt out of the bag. Yeah, like it just opened it up, threw the plastic on the floor, took off your <laughs> other shirt, put that one on. I did. Yeah, as a sequence that just happened. It was great. That's sweet they're making shirts like this. Yeah, off the grid surplus, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks amazing. You look great. All right, thank you. <laughs> Today, Cameron, uh, we're excited. We're both really excited, not just me. You, too. Right. Why are you excited? Because this is an episode. Yeah, we're doing the podcast. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> it doesn't even matter, does it? What are we talking about today, though? Oh, we're going to talk about, I mean, not that anybody's tired yet of COVID. Uh, it goes along with this. Not about COVID. Not about, necessarily. About bio-warfare. Yeah, and kind yeah. of specifically, we're talking about Operation Dark Winter, right? Yeah. And kind yeah. of what comes out of that and why. It's an interesting deal. It is. It's like the winter without sun. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. It's all it is. <laughs> Um, but before we get to that, I got to tell you about BattleBox, Cameron. Yeah, dude. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid and gear women. and women. For adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers, each month BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of handpicks, outdoor, survival, and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box. But... Here's a sampling of what users received this month, the Vortex Optics Solo Monocular. Cam's all about it. I love it. He freaking loves it. I only it. have one good eyeball, so it's, it's perfect like for him. Perfect. Yeah. It's and, made for me. Yeah, and the Revolt Roller, Roller Blade. Roller. Roller Blade. Um, <laughs> all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped over 6 billion boxes <laughs> and one best men's subscription box of 2017. <laughs> it gets better every time. It's amazing. I know. The number difference. Well, they're they're on our show. When you advertise on our show, your numbers go up. Um, yep. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife. And if you don't like free knives, you got to get out of my life. Because you're, you're not worth it. There's nothing get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> free yeah. Except for a little bit of a subscription. But yes, go. You get a totally free knife. Totally free knife. Exactly. Listener reviews starts now. Hmm. Get really the only good prepper podcast. See, that's true, though. I think so, right? too. Well, I <laughs> no, there's probably true. some other ones. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Perfect podcast to listen to while practicing bushcraft. Cleaning your guns, mm -hmm. or teaching the neighborhood raccoon to steal canned goods and wield a knife. That's it's true. A good idea. Yeah. GPW seventy nine. Ooh, seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. thank you. Yeah. Uh, we five try stars. to be an easy to listen to podcast. We do for easy listen. And most people say I can't listen because they know. do the voices too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so not for everybody. We're not doing great, but we're doing what we do, right? Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Let's be honest. I think that this podcast is just for me and you. It mostly it is just, just for to the get enjoyment together of us. And, like, joke around. We tell our wives that we're doing good here. That there's money coming there's in stuff somewhere. Involved. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't know. Yeah, they don't. We're just we're just yeah. 
Um, Speaking of my wife, she just texted me and said, what's the podcast on today? Don't offend anyone. <laughs> Did she really? That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Yeah. Just a little reminder from the wife. Just keep it, yeah. you know, don't yeah. offend anyone. Please don't do it. Um, Cameron, um, Britain yeah. is going to expand their nuclear warhead stockpile by over 40%. As global threats rise, I was just looking at other stuff about that. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, don't get comfortable, everybody. The world's still pretty mad. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to say here. Because Britain will grow its nuclear warhead stockpile by more than forty percent to ensure its security in a more risky global environment. And as it faces new technological threats, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said on Tuesday, "That guy is a he's a he's a character." <laughs> Isn't he? Who? Something about Boris Johnson. Yeah. Like, he, he hasn't combed his hair since no. he was born. Like, his mom has got to be just like going like, yeah, just covering her <laughs> eyes every time she sees him on TV. He's like, yeah. come on. Uh, no, that's not what her, what would her accent be like? <laughs> I can't even think. Anyways, comb your hair, <laughs> Boris. <laughs> I was like trying to go, I was going to an Indian accent or something. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's British. Um, Why don't you comb your hair? That's C-3PO, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not doing very good. <laughs> That's true. We are seriously screwed. We are seriously screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, man, I didn't, mm. I didn't put my article down, but That's all I'm right. just going to talk about it anyway. Do it anyway. Um, so China, obviously, obviously, has been pushing a lot into their military, their navy. Now have the biggest navy on the planet. They do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are they going to do with that? Float so, around? One guy, last name Johnson, can't remember the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> Was but, it Boris? Uh, no. no. Okay. <laughs> but Let's go with The Boris. United States, um, he believes within the next 10 years, mm. but strongly believes it'll be even less than that, like around five or six years, China is going to invade Taiwan. For real? Mm-hmm. See, to me, that that's not going like, to be great. They're building this military... But what's their purpose? One, you know, they want to be better than the U.S. and everything. Sure. They're trying to be the global what's easy power by 2050. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everybody's stuff, not just yeah, ours. Well, everybody's. Yeah. We have the best stuff, though. That's the problem. They steal all of the ideas, <laughs> and then yeah. they make it all cheaper and sell it back. Yeah, they stole Boris's comb. <laughs> Bastards. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they mm. strongly believe there's going to be. And, and if you mm. look at a lot of the surrounding issues there with the, you know, China or the. Is it the East Pacific? I don't know. Something. One of those oceans there. <laughs> the East. I don't know. The Eastern Pacific Chinese Michigan Taiwan Ocean. Ocean over there. Yeah. Um, just how they're like building all these military islands. Yeah. And they're just encroaching upon all the international waters. Mm. Uh, it does sure look like they're leading towards positioning themselves. So for me, I guess I guess what Boris is doing makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Taiwan, um, yeah, that would be a huge issue. There's no way, yeah, the world couldn't get involved in that. They, you, they'd have to, right? I don't, I really All don't know. Our microchips are made in Taiwan. Well, I, that's true, huh? <laughs> so, oh man, what but a I mess! Could, I could see that be it. That, that's probably the biggest, one of the biggest threats there with China sure. is like they have a problem with Taiwan and not being part of China. I don't and know, so man. They could just easily do the whole Crimea. You know, issue. Crimea. Crimea. We want it back. Give it back to us. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, crazy, um, man. The world is mad. It's true. It's true. Cam, um, we uh, had an idea to talk about Operation Dark Winter. um, And... And we kind of bounced it around with, like, a mindless banter. We're like, this is good good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. So, 
Operation Dark Winter, we're going to go over that and tell you exactly what it is. Um, but there's a lot of things that kind of come out of that, especially with COVID and things we have going on right now. It's kind of relevant. So let's start at what is Operation or what was Operation Dark Winter and then kind of go from there. So Operation Dark Winter was a code name for a senior level bioterrorist attack simulation conducted on June 22nd and 23rd in 2001. So it's been so a while. It's a simulation within a simulation. Yeah. Because we live That's in That's true, yeah. So why are we running more <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it was designed to carry out a mock version of a covert and widespread smallpox attack on the United States. Um, Dark Winter was focused on evaluating the inadequacies of a national emergency response during the use of a biological weapon against the American people, or, or populace. Um it is so funny when we go through this. Did they learn anything? Like, there's these things that they said that they learned. Yeah, what year was this? 2001. Yeah. This was 20 years ago. Um, and It's would... crazy how many studies have been specific to, like, this pandemic thing. And what? And we were a freaking mess. I know. That, this no is... masks. Wear masks. Don't wear masks. Wear <laughs> yeah. masks. Four masks. Um, no barbecues. Do a barbecue. I don't care. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, nobody has any idea. I don't feel like they learned anything. No. And, yeah, so when you go through this, you're going to be like, well, where were the papers on this, and why didn't anybody start anything in motion, right? Dark Winter was, uh, let's see, the exercise was intended to establish preventative measures and response strategies by increasing governmental and public awareness of the magnitude and potential of such a threat posed by biological weapons. So obviously this was specific to biological weapons, but really when it comes down to it, there's it no matter. difference. It doesn't matter. It's 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 a biological agent, it's a, a virus or whatever it might be. Yeah. It doesn't matter Both if it's a weapon or if it's natural. Or exactly. Can. Dark Winter's simulated scenario involved an initial localized smallpox attack on Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, with additional smallpox attacks cases in uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania. <clears throat> The simulation was then designed to spiral out of control. This would create a contingency in which the National Security Council struggles to determine both the origin and the attack as well as deal with containing the spreading virus. So it was it was supposed to go haywire, right? They, they couldn't contain the virus. They didn't know where it was coming from. And that was what was happening. Man, this is, all sounds very familiar. This is it? like, you know, and this is a quick response. Yes. Not being forewarned three months in advance or four or, months. Or more. Yeah, Who probably knows? even more that we were warned yes. of this COVID. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. By not being able to keep of pace. The COVID. The COVID. Uh, by not being able to keep pace with the disease's rate of spread, a new catastrophic contingency emerges in which massive civilian casualties would overwhelm America's emergency response capabilities. So within this, there's, I mean, Smallpox is a different thing from COVID, right? It's not. Yeah, it's not it's great. Worse. It's not great. But uh, within this, there's a lot it's of real for one. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's actually a real disease. It's not a fake, made-up thing. Um, <clears throat> damn Democrats. Uh, so uh, the disastrous contingencies would result in the massive loss of civilian life were used to exploit the weaknesses of the U.S. healthcare infrastructure and its inability to handle such a threat. So, ah, man, I want to say so many things, but there's a lot that goes here. The contingencies were also meant to address the widespread panic that would emerge and which would result in mass societal breakdown and mob violence. Oh, hmm. that's I wonder something. what that would be like. I don't know. <laughs> 
Exploits would also include the many difficulties that the media would face when providing American citizens with the necessary information regarding safety procedures. Like 20 what, years ago. 20 years ago, we studied this. And I'm going to go through the summary of findings on this thing, and you're going to be like, what the hell did they do? Did they throw these findings in the trash? Like, what What was... Oh, my gosh. It almost pisses you off yeah. when you hear this. So that's exactly what the simulation was set out to do. And there's a lot of different, you know, like they said, it was senior level government um, agencies and things that were in there involved in this simulation. So the summary of their findings. Number one, an attack on the United States with biological weapons could threaten vital national security interests. Obviously, right? In addition to the possibility of mass massive civilian casualties, Dark Winter outlined the possible breakdown in essential institutions, resulting in a loss of confidence in the government, followed by civil disorder, and a violation of democratic processes by authorities attempting to restore order. That is like... That... It is almost... Like how they wrote this COVID story. Like it's almost exactly the same, right? Yeah. Holy crap. And then the other one within this category, shortages of vaccines and other drugs affected the response available to We're contain. We're in a simulation because they lost the papers and decided. Let's run it again. Let's just run it Let's just run it. Let's call figure it a different Yeah, thing. exactly. Um, as well as. Run the, it again. Run it again. One more time. <laughs> this time, more feeling. As well as the ability of political leaders to offer reassurance to the American people. So, I mean, it's almost like this is like, okay, let's do a study on COVID. This would be the exact findings God, that you exactly would have. Right. It's, it's so crazy. The second, the second um, finding was current organizational structures and capabilities are not well suited for the management of a biowarfare attack. Darkwinter revealed that major fault lines exist between different levels of government, federal, state, and local, between government and the private sector, among different institutions and agencies, and within public and private sector. Uh, that makes a whole lot of sense, right? Um, for example, state leaders want a control of decisions regarding the imposition of disease containment measures, uh, like mandatory and voluntary, voluntary isolation and vaccination, maybe mask mandates, right? I mean, it's all the same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> The closure of state borders to all traffic and transportation and when or whether to close airports. Federal officials, on the other hand, argued that such issues were best decided on a national basis to ensure consistency and to give the president maximum control of military and public safety assets. Uh, state leaders were opposed to federalizing the National Guard, um, which they were relying on to support logistical and supply needs, and uh, while a number of federal leaders argued that the National Guard should be federalized. So, obviously, the National Guard was used several times in COVID responses as well. So, obviously, that all it all applies. The other thing they found was there is no surge capability in the U.S. healthcare and public health systems or in the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries. The exercise was designed to simulate a sudden and unexpected biowarfare event for which the United States healthcare system was unprepared. In the absence of sufficient preparation, Dark Winter revealed that the lack of sufficient vaccine or drugs to prevent the spread of disease severely limited management options. Which makes sense. I mean, when, when you come back to, like you were talking about, uh, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, right? The reason that that was even an issue at the beginning is because they were freaked out because the healthcare system didn't have enough supplies, right? Yeah. At, at the beginning. So they're like, we don't want the general public out there buying up these N95s when our healthcare workers need them. Yeah. 
But this is exactly what they found in this thing is they didn't have the capacity, right? Which comes back to having. Should we look at the paper stock winner? No. No. We got this under control. We'll, we'll figure it out when the time comes. <laughs> mm. Cow. I know. This is so crazy. So there's a couple it, more. It does. It, like you said, it kind of pisses you off. It it's does. like, what do we even do this for? Well, what did our money exactly. use to conduct this study? That's what for? I was going to say. Like, how much do you think this study cost us? I mean, I, I can't imagine it was. A cheap, you know, wasn't like, we'll just buy them all Subway. They'll figure it out. They'll be good. You know what yeah. I mean? We had to pay all these people, and there was a, there was a lot of money involved. Uh, so the other thing they found was dealing with the media will be a major immediate challenge for all levels of government. Oh, yeah. Dark Winter revealed that information management and communication, um, dealing with the press effectively, communication with citizens, maintaining the information flows necessary for command and control at all institutional levels, will be a critical element in crisis uh, consequence management. For example, participants worried that it would not be possible to forcibly impose vaccination or travel restrictions on large groups of the population without their general cooperation. Mm. Mm, yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. To gain that cooperation, the president and other leaders in Dark Winter recognized the importance of persuading their constituents that there was fairness in the distribution of vaccine and other scarce resources, that the disease containment measures were for the general good of society, that all possible measures were being taken to prevent the further spread of the disease, and that the government remained firmly in control despite the expanding epidemic. Boy, man, I tell you, this is... It sounds so... Oh, it's so familiar. Yeah. So familiar. A perfect study to do prior to something like this. 100%, yeah. But what the... Problem is, we only had 20 years to figure it out. <laughs> That's our problem. Okay. I haven't read through it yet. <laughs> There's a lot of books. Great study, but lots of notes, and I haven't looked at it. Sounds kind of creepy, Dark Winter. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. That fantasy book at border. Uh... <laughs> J.R. Tolkien write that? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, and, and the last one was, should a contagious bioweapon... Dark Winter. <laughs> out this fall. <laughs> Starring Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah, the- and Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> we can't just study it fast enough. It's spreading. There's so many words. <laughs> that kind of did sound like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> A little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, Neo. In Dark Winter, okay, should a contagion- contagious bioweapon pathogen be used, containing the spread of disease will present significant ethical political, cultural, operational, and legal challenges. Oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. In Dark Winter, some members advised the imposition of geographic quarantines around effective areas, right? But the implications of these measures, interruption of normal flow of medicines, food and energy supplies, and other critical needs were not clearly understood at first. In the end, it is not clear whether such draconian measures would have led to a more effective interruption of disease spread. What's more, allocation of scarce resources necessitated some degree of rationing creating conflict and significant debate between participants representing competing interests. <clears throat> so there was a lot of, there was a mess, you know, a mess that we foresaw 20 years ago and just decided to not take heed. Let's switch that simulation up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's take smallpox out, mm-hmm. put a weird virus. Okay. And run the test again. Yeah, let's do it. See what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That, it is frustrating. It like, is super frustrating. Did you, who paid attention to any of this the funny thing is is um biden actually uh he he mentioned dark winter in the debates dark 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 dark, 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 dark winter <laughs> um dark winter i gotta i gotta figure out a biden voice Me i haven't too. even tried I yet. haven't even tried either 
I haven't even tried. Keep forgetting he's president. I do pretty well with the the stuttering. I just haven't yet got to the sound (laughs) of his voice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And forgetting. Uh, Yeah, I haven't got that down. So why did they use smallpox? This was pretty interesting. You know, a lot of, you think about smallpox, you're like, well, that's like an old. I know, it's kind of weird. Old disease. Native Americans had a hell of a time with it. They they sure did. Yeah. Um, So aerosol release of smallpox virus disseminating among among a relatively small population could result in in a significant epidemic. That's why they use this. Evidence suggests the infectious dose. We know a ton about it and know how it. It's very small, the infectious dose. Several factors are cause for concern. The disease has historically been feared as one of the most serious of all pestilential diseases. That's a word. Pestilential. Pestilential. Yeah. It is... Physically disfiguring. You look gross when you get it, is what they're saying. It bears a 30%. Disfigured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to say it with an accent. Disfigured. Um, it bears a 30% case fatality rate. There is no treatment. It is communicable from person to person. That's why they use this. So you got to stop it. You can't treat it. You can't treat it. You can't give them Tylenol and they're better the next day. It doesn't work. Vaccination ceased in but this. hydrochloroquine? Mm. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> Vaccination ceased in this country in 1972, and vaccination immunity acquired before that time has undoubtedly waned. So nobody's getting vaccinated anymore for it um, no. before 72, which I guess I didn't realize, but I just because it's gone, right? Yeah. It's not here anymore. It. Yeah. Prior to eradication, data on smallpox outbreaks in Europe indicated that victims had a potential to infect 10 to 20 others. That's a lot of people. However, there has never been a smallpox outbreak in such a densely populated, highly mobile, unvaccinated population such as exists today. So if smallpox goes nuts in L.A. or um, Houston or New York, there's no telling what may happen. blows up fast. Exactly. The funny thing is, in 1947, in response to one single case of smallpox in New York City, 6,350,000 people were immunized. Wow. Because of one case of smallpox in New York City. You have to. Yeah, including President Harry Truman. They did 500,000 immunizations in one day. On Harry Truman? On Harry Truman. (laughs) He felt like shit afterwards. (laughs) But he lived. Forgotten country, keep going. Round two of 60 shots (laughs) coming every day for the next 500. No, wasn't just on Harry, but he got one of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, Estimates of the current U.S. S- supply of smallpox vaccine range from 7 to 12 million doses. Wow. That's how many we have right now. This stock cannot be immediately replenished. This was in 40 what? <clears throat> 47. 47. And the funny thing is, what year did aliens show up in Roswell? 47. <laughs> 1947. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's Days of my- 47 that they saw in Salt Lake in 1947? <laughs> right uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I knew it. Could be 1747 Solve. for all I know. <laughs> I don't see. I don't. I haven't looked at. It. I haven't you looked know. at it much. <laughs> Utah but yeah. history. But that's Boring. the same. The same year that the uh, Roswell crash or whatever, right? Wasn't it 47? Wow. Smallpox killed those aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good event. It's just like War of the Worlds, man. Um, so the stock cannot immediately be replenished since all vaccine production facilities were dismantled after yes, 1980. That's crazy. You wouldn't. Mm. You wouldn't have a. It's like a piece of paper to make more copies nah. <laughs> throw it away <laughs> no never mind well they do they obviously they have the, yeah right the 12 but million to, to doses produce. yeah cow you can't just through like you said you can't just throw those in the copier and make more of them <laughs> yeah. but it said it would require at least 24 to 36 months to get back up and running on that oh my gosh that's so, terrifying that's super terrifying <laughs> 
I mean, it, the the nice thing is with smallpox, it's very hard to get a hold of it. There's there's there are some smallpox I samples. Tried to buy some. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't Could get, get one vial. No. Okay. He couldn't get it prime shipping, so I decided not to do it. <laughs> out of stock. Yeah, out of stock. We'll be we'll ship out in six to twelve weeks. Um, in twenty four to thirty six months. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, so it's not like a huge threat, but that's just one of the many threats for bio warfare that could be uh, a it's real. It's been thing. out and been studied, and obviously, yeah, we didn't learn anything. Wait, from. wait till someone comes up with big pox. <laughs> Yeah. Right, Grande that, Pox. Grande Pox. That that's from Mexico. Yeah, that, that's bad. One. That sounds like something Taco Bell would sell. <laughs> Can I get your Grande Pox, please? Oh yeah. No, buy two soft flour, get one Grande <laughs> Pox. Get one Grande Pox. No, no nacho cheese. No, it gives no. me the runs. Um. So, anyways, so that's uh, Operation Dark Winter, and little known fact. Pretty freaking interesting deal to look into. Yeah. Yeah, this, I didn't know this at The all. Division, Tom Clancy's The Division, the video game, was inspired by this, Super Operation Dark Winter. And it's in New York, right? Show. For show. Show. Just say show. I said show. That was weird. Um, so, outside of that, obviously, um, we study that because throughout history, biological warfare has taken place. It's been part of, mm. you know, in the United States, we're in this big thing of just wiping history off because <laughs> pretending like it never happened because sure. it was offensive to somebody. Yeah. But um, some some events, you know, some of the earliest examples of biological warfare occurred over 2,000 years ago. The Assyrians infected enemy wells with rye fungus. That's not cool. 1763, the British Army presented smallpox-infested blankets to the Native Americans during so the that, siege of Fort Pitt. That's yes and no. It's not as... Never mind. I read a couple of books about that. About the smallpox being... It happened, but they said it might have just happened one time. Like yeah. one blanket to All one needs guy. Is one blanket. All, yeah, all it takes is one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all it takes one is one. One time. <clears throat> yeah. Uh... Well, stop debunking my stuff. No, okay? I'm not debunking it. I'm just saying, never mind. It wasn't a direct. Never. I don't. Is that you're saying it wasn't I don't a direct want to attack? talk about it because somebody's going to get mad. Yeah, that's. I true. don't want to talk that's about true. it. That's true. Be safe about it. Yeah. World War II, the Japanese army poisoned over a thousand water wells in Chinese villages to study typhus and cholera. <laughs> For real? Yeah. That's not cool. Well, and and all the other stuff they did. You know, oh, yeah, they yeah. put like boxes of like plexiglass and sprayed chemicals in their face. They did all kinds of like super creepy um, biological tests well, I'm on sure, a human body. I'm sure the Nazis did the same, right? They did too, yeah. They did crazy stuff. So it's like not only was it studied and used against humans, but you know, they used to catapult the plague bodies over yeah. the walls and they would dip their arrows in dead bodies and and, and so they used yeah. bacteria and all that for for warfare. Um, and one interesting point about biological warfare is it's, it's, it was mm. a lot more difficult to create, you know, a pathogen that would spread fast, yeah. not be stopped. That wasn't something that was already discovered or exists, you know, yeah. you didn't have the ability to make these like unique types. Um, and that's why chemical warfare and yeah. nuclear warfare was, was more prominent and more of a threat, but we kind of overlooked the fact that you know, look at what we've advanced in science and look at the ways that we've tweaked and pissed around with <laughs> these viruses and created some pretty freaky stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, on that note, and just in knowing in, in history that we've done this, 
So just briefly, let's talk about what we've gone through this last year and a half. Yeah. The COVID stats. United States alone, 29.6 million cases and over 500,000 deaths. Asterisks. Yeah, there's Asterisks. definitely an asterisk there because the way that they're counting those deaths is obviously skewed. It but is. It is skewed. It's something that is I won't disagree with that. Yeah. But it. But besides the deaths and besides the infectiousness, look what it did. Yes. To the economy, to yes. jobs, to just everything was affected. And that's the one thing is you always think, oh, biowarfare, I don't want to get infected and die it doesn't i mean that doesn't matter that's the part that's probably the easiest thing to go through is to <laughs> yeah, die from it exactly it's it's how it brought and can bring a freaking country and world to its knees exactly i mean you see what and i put a little bit about this too i mean you see what covid was able to do to not just the united states but around the world at things yeah. that it's done Look like at you said Brazil right now it's yeah. like falling apart it's not great but it, it has affected everything almost in our yeah. daily lives. It, it affected the economy. It affected politics in a big way, right? Um, it, it's affected religion even. Like you can't it go has. to church. Like there's so many different things. It's making people just like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's affected everything. And the virus isn't that bad no. when it comes down to it. And look what the it's done. The potential of what could yeah. happen, either biological warfare and yes. an attack versus just something develops. It's creepy. And it is like the most creepy type of war, if you ask me. Do it is rem- the most creepy Do type you of war. remember, like, right as COVID was starting to, to come out, like, it was scary because you didn't know. You no, didn't know didn't, how yeah. bad, like, we didn't know if it was going to kill 10% of people or, like, how bad. Yeah, because, the numbers are like 20% yeah. death rate. and then Exactly. Boom. But do you remember the videos? This I always think about this. Do you remember the oh, videos that I came can, out of China? I know exactly the one you're telling me. And people I'm like, like collapsing on the sidewalk. Yeah, and, and, the, and like, people like in those hazmat suits and like spraying. Plastic bottles yeah. that had like a yeah. ventilator on And people it. just dead in the streets. Yeah. And we're like, what was that? I don't know. Like, and I it don't probably wasn't it. COVID. Yeah, I don't understand. But it could have been. You know, it's it's you don't know. It could have right? mutated, I suppose. But, that, but that's the thing of like showing. That's what media can do too. It's yeah, just like 100%. You could spread this. But yeah, um, and so obviously it's affected us horribly. Yes. And not only, like I was saying, but uh, sustained strategic level harm, an absence of vaccine. It's killed more than 60,000, forced mm-hmm. over 30 million Americans into unemployment. On top of that, during, you know, a freaking presidency that's, that went into re-election and it just made a freaking mess of everything. Mm-hmm. And then to think about it too um, is something that, even the Soviet Navy couldn't do and only dreamed of and neutralized a, a U.S. nuclear-powered aircraft carrier, you know, when they all got, and they just shut it down. Yeah. That's terrifying. That's super terrifying. That's our defense, and that's our, you know, it's just, anyway. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so the isolation of large segments of society has crippled the economy. Look at, now that we're coming out of it, the the mental health issues, the, yeah. it's just like, we're it, we're going to suffer this forever. It's going to be long-term effects. Yeah. Like, even when it's all gone, it's going to be long-term effects no matter what. Yeah. And, and, and if it this was a, wasn't a super horrible yeah. type of virus. Exactly. Yes, it's bad, and it's not something to be overlooked, but look at what it did besides killing. Yeah. You know? We did not learn any lessons from Operation Dark Winter. What like, was not one. Operation Dark Winter? I don't... I already forgot about it. Yeah. Not a catchy enough name. No, not quite. <laughs> I love that name, dude. I know. Oh, man. That I'll, is really cool. Just listening to him. Like, Ooh, I would read that It sounded like that. something completely different when you... It did. And yeah. then when I read it, I was like, well, okay. Yeah. So, I just wanted to quickly talk about the possibility of COVID being biowarfare. Because there's actually been theories... Was it? 
thrown around developed yeah yeah Uh, but it could have so there's a couple of possibilities obviously it could have been intentional bio warfare it could have been an accidental leak from that wuhan um virus lab you know i mean what are that stuff going on all the time what are the odds that there is a like a what is it called a level four virus lab in wuhan where it all started (laughs) yeah like what are the odds i know right um and then the denial or denying any of the who to go in there and take care of who or what or when (laughs) to go in and study and find out where and why they won't let them in no so um or it could just have been a natural thing that happened like they said passed from bats or whatever yeah whatever their thing and that's still a very easy possibility sure it absolutely is but so what what is it that makes a good bioweapon a biowarfare weapon right it has to be easy to access quality smallpox exactly not crappy smallpox. not crappy stuff it has to be easy to access so it can't be some crazy thing that's hard to to get exactly right? um and something like this would not be hard to get um when i looked into it they're like yeah this wouldn't be a difficult thing to obtain a lot of stuff that's already there and we just don't yeah, <clears throat> yeah. has to be easy to manufacture has to be stable in the atmosphere, which obviously it is. Um, only a small number is needed to spread widely. We know it's the super... aliens have this same list. Exactly, it's gonna be stable in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hyper... That's why they're coming in now. I know they're coming down to test some bacteria. Okay, that's gonna grow. That's good great. weapon. Good grain. And they go back. Yeah. A high percentage of infected people become ill. Maybe not so much because the percentages is actually pretty low. Um, users of the bioweapon can be protected. Probably. I mean, if you knew it was coming, you could protect yourself, right? Yeah. The threat of use can cause panic. Bingo. I mean, there was a Super lot of panic. There. there was a lot of panic, and it is contagious. Yep. So, obviously, COVID-19 checks some of these categories, but it doesn't seem like it would be a first choice for anybody if it was, um, like, an intentional biowarfare agent. Maybe maybe they wanted it to be more subtle, yeah. like it is. Or maybe it's a test. Or maybe it's a test. Let's just see... Yeah. Something not so deadly and how exactly big of a mess it would cause. Right? So is it, it, could it have been biowarfare? I think absolutely yes. Maybe it's China's dark winter test. <laughs> a dark winter. Doing it, right? Tile rain too. Tile rain. Um, yep. Your wife said not to insult anybody. Okay? Yeah, I did. Yep. Um, so anyways. Could it have been? Yes. Could it have been accidental? Yes. Could it be just real and you just on the level of Mother Nature effing with us? Yes. True. True. All true. True. Things, All yes. of the above. Mm-hmm. So, uh, bio bio warfare risks currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I'd said before, back, 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 back. Back in my day. Back in time, mm-hmm. um, the the advancements in science didn't allow for like the use of these as much as, you know, just like back then, you just dip an arrow in a dead body and shoot it. <laughs> they didn't work. create anything super um, lethal and, and mm-hmm. contagious, whereas now, with all of our studies and trying to, even in the creation of, like, the vaccine and stuff, um, shows that we can manipulate, Yeah, uh, we can play God a little bit. Well, yeah, well, the vaccine's like an mRNA vaccine, like, it's a total, like, yeah, a different Yeah, it's crazy deal. how fast and how Whew. quick we can develop these yeah. things. So, um... In the fall of 2011, Dr. Ron Fauchian developed one of the most dangerous viruses you can make. This is 2011. Okay. A Dutch virologist at Erasmus Medical Center in Rotterdam Rotterdam, claimed that his team had done something really, really stupid. It's good to hear from a scientist. (laughs) Mutated the hell out of H5N1 is what he said. It's probably pretty stupid, but I don't know. We need <laughs> to Rotterdam do as Rotterdam to do. <laughs> At right. nearly the same time, Dr. Yoshihiro, oh. Yoshihiro 
Kawaka at the University of Wisconsin Madison worked on grafting the H5N1 spike gene onto 2009 H1N1 swine flu. I don't know why he's doing this. What? In creating somebody get that dude a hobby transmissible <laughs> virulent strain. So get something else to do. Yeah. Except for so they're immersion. messing with these things all the time, and obviously Gosh. there's a lab over in China in yeah, Wuhan. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, what are the reasons of testing these things? And so, anyways, this whole all these studies were actually by the National Science Advisory Board for Biosecurity. They wanted to block the public the publication of what these studies found. Why? That they just felt like it would be too big of a risk to let out the study and then mm. maybe get into the wrong hands of another super smart but terrorist smart butt? scientist. Oh, okay. Super smart butt. <laughs> yeah. And there's some butts out there that there are real is, smart. Yeah. So, um, SARS COVID uh, nineteen, you know, virus mm. causes what we've been dealing with, and it's not a bioweapon. We don't think. Yeah. Technological advances increase the possibility of future bioweapons um, that would wreak similar strategic or worse havoc. Um, the advancements in genetic engineering, and that's huge right now. Like yeah. the genetic testing, like even now in clinic, I can draw somebody's blood and send it out. And they will genetically test which medications work the best on that particular person. Well, there's so many cool things they can do with ge- like. It's my, amazing. My science. mom just like, got one done for like. Uh, she found it, out you're not her son, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm super a, weird. I'm an orphan. <laughs> they found me on the street. But there's so many crazy things they can do. Like, are you susceptible to colon cancer and stuff? And they just yeah, have that exactly. Test. And there's and genetic she, testing to yeah. see if your gene risk is higher. Yeah, and it's cool. You screen more often. So yeah, yeah we have this really high advancement in science with gene uh testing so can you imagine these new viruses even just slightly more deadly than mm-hmm. covid to come just following our recent pandemic Yo, geez. something new just pops up either oh, yeah. by by mutation or a bioterrorist attacks right now this that would be the worst time ever. masks in texas good luck yeah yeah you're you're going you're looking for a straight up civil war if you go back right. to that. And that's what terrifies me the most is it's like I don't want to go back to this ever no. No, no, ever no. again in my life. No. And if we were followed by something that really was, it's almost like the cry wolf. Yeah. Like COVID was yeah. kind of like cry wolf and then when something really bad happens, we're like, piss on it, I'm fine. And it just starts killing everybody. Because that's a hundred percent what would happen. It would. Like people would would be like, screw it, I don't care. Yeah, I'm not going back to wearing a mask. I'm going. I'm to not Walmart. going with these restrictions. I've been restricted for a year. Yeah, give me stimulus. Yeah, <laughs> I got fourteen hundred bucks burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Walmart. I'm using it. Yeah, not on masks. No, <laughs> no. So, um, five five six, son. And then, like I was saying, the bioweapons relatively uh, were unsophisticated and inexpensive. Yeah. Um. And so they just didn't really do the damage they could have. But now, with these revolutionary uh, findings with genetic engineering and everything, some scary stuff. So f- one thing is, uh, I think we mentioned this before, the CRISPR. Oh, yeah, CRISPR, dude. So what this is, is... Um, That's a new Taco Bell taco, too. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried have the CRISPR? Tried the double beef CRISPR? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> kind of yeah. mess with your genes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's so dang good. So the introduction of clustered, clustered, <laughs> regularly interspersed, um, <laughs> short, 
paleodramic <laughs> repeats. Holy crap, that's what? No. Oh, that's what CRISPR that's what stands CRISPR for. means. Yeah, um, okay. it's a technique that acts like scissors or a uh, pencil to alter DNA sequences and gene function. Function. So take a take a you know bacteria yeah. and alter its gene function and DNA, and then it, you can really develop some pretty nasty stuff. Well, well, but they're also doing really good stuff with CRISPR they are. too, right? But which could lead to some crazy with great responsibility comes great, great, great power, power comes great responsibility. Yeah, because but there's knows? always those huge pros and cons that you know. Yes, internet's amazing, mm. super good, super poisonous. Exactly, you know. So it's like this is the same thing. So I think with CRISPR, I think China has actually done a like I'm sure they made have. some babies through CRISPR. Yeah, that were like supposed to be superhuman, They're smart, super crispy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just right at that perfect crispy level. <laughs> the crunch never stops. Ooh, ooh. You know what I mean? It's perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, crazy, scary stuff yeah. is happening too. So what 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 can they do with this snipping out DNA sequences? They can mm. basically create um, improved resistance to antibiotics, vaccines, and antivirals. Ooh. Enhance the survivability in the environment. Like they can make it sustainable in extreme temperatures or in freezing temperatures. It's like the game. Yeah, the, it's like the, the um, app. What is that? Plague. Yeah. That Plague game's Inc. creepy because it's yeah. exactly what this is, and it's exactly what can be done. Yeah. Um, Australian researchers in 2001 endeavored to induce infertility in mice by inserting the interleukin-4 gene into the mouse pox virus. What we, I don't think that's what they were doing. <laughs> no. Instead, they intervened inadvertently altered the virus to become more virulent <laughs> and kill previously vaccinated mice. So they were tweaking it to make Whoops. it... Whoops. Why were they trying to make something infertile? I Is this like a new birth control and it became... I don't know, man. So anyways, they're tweaking the gene, yeah. turned it into... The same virus was um, more deadly and it, it didn't matter if the mice were vaccinated against it. That's creepy to me. Great. So, yeah. Good job. So... Trying to, to create, infer, basically, contraceptives, they created this <laughs> deadly virus. Whoops, that had a weird side Whoops, effect. took a little clip out of there and it killed everything. Let's try it one more time. Um, moving one step further, genetic engineering raises the possibility of creating completely new biological weapons. You know, mm. stuff they're not tweaking or, yeah. or editing the genes or yeah. the DNA structure of bacteria. They just make a whole brand new one. Yeah. Whole, it'd be like. Uh, what's a cool name for one? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I'll leave it up to the terrorists. Vladimir 2021 or something. <laughs> Vladimir. Vladimitis. Vladimitis. Uh, yeah. So, um, thankfully it's hard to use this process to create agents that can kill humans, but as we were talking about, it doesn't matter if you kill humans. If you yeah. just cause what we did, what, what we did, yeah. what the whatever happened where covid came from but look you don't even have to kill people to, yeah. to make a mess but thankfully you can't get a crisper at target or something <laughs> no because that would be bad <laughs> you know what i mean honey yeah. um look at crispers are on sale crispers are on sale i'm gonna put it right next to my toaster kind of want to tweak my dna a little bit maybe grow some height <laughs> i had to turn that around <laughs> i redirected that <laughs> gotta grow some height height that's what i need um, good height. Mm. I want yeah. want a little more good height. <laughs> I just want to get taller, babe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why don't you go ahead that. and get it? My pants are too long. Only For Christmas, I want a crisper. I'm going to tell my wife. That's a good stocking stuffer. <laughs> it's great. I, look, everything else is good, but I just want a crisper. Just give me a crisper. That be my birthday model. and my Christmas because <laughs> I know they're not cheap. <laughs> you know? 
It's pretty cool what I can make. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make the friggin' cat undestructible. You wait. <laughs> Best cat on the block. Seriously, it'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It'd be basically... Killing raccoons left and right. Tweaking its DNA, making yeah. it essentially a tiger. <laughs> We're going to have a tooth. tiger. We're going to have a damn saber-toothed tiger <laughs> in the backyard. Um... Yeah, so skeptics, you know, might mm. question why a rational adversary would cre- would risk creating and employing bioweapons that are unpredictable and relatively hard to deliver to well, a target. Well, the word in there is rational adversary. There's not a lot of those out there yeah. that are rational. They're not. They don't care. No. But, no. Like, they could do this and affect their whole country. Do you globe. think China cares? Right. They do not. Yeah. And look at freaking ISIS. Look at them. Open your eyes. Google them. Look. <laughs> Google them. It says recruit. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to join ISIS for 1995 a month? But yeah, you like, can support an ISIS. Usually, member these too. terrorists are willing to just kill themselves. Yeah, so they don't care. They don't give a crap. No. Um, some potential terrorists are irrational. <laughs> That's the next thing. Well, whoops, sorry. But yeah. Um, mm. Second, the future state aggressors might genetically engineer a vaccine to immunize their populations prior to unleashing a bioweapon so mm. that the attack would be would only be indiscriminate within target nations. Sure. Targeted nations. So basically the Johnson and Johnson mm. is protecting the US from the Chinese sure. uh, virus. And that's all that it does, you know. So you never know. Um pretty pretty scary stuff. Mm. Ultimately for a bioweapon attack to turn into a pandemic. Like COVID, three initial conditions must be met. First, the microorganism. I think you talked a little bit about A little bit, yeah. Microorganism or toxin must not have an effective remedy available. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you want it to screw with people before they figure out how to stop it. It must be easily transmittable. Mm -hmm. And then third, it must be fatal for some victims. You don't want to kill them all. No. That's what plague. You got to get that sweet spot. You get them, you know, you add a little boil. Mm. You add a little pneumonia. Mm. And and then then it... Fever. It goes further, but yeah. if you go like seizure, anemia, <laughs> yeah. death, doesn't work. It kills too many, and yeah. it, it ends. You got to get that spread. sweet spot. Yeah, you do. So, um, prepare for the worst. So, John Barry's the great influence. I actually want to read this: the story of the deadliest pandemic in history provides uh, probably a uh, band right now. <laughs> <laughs> the great you can't influenza? read about it. Yeah. yeah. Provides insight into the what I thought the you world... meant they were a band, like a rock band. <laughs> yeah. The well, Great Influenza. <laughs> brand new album, The Deadliest Pandemic in History. <laughs> no, I mean band. I like get you. Contraband. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Provides insight into what the world might look like in the approaching age of biological attacks. It portrays how researchers failed to counter the 1918 flu strain. And think about the dark winter scenario here. Yeah. You know, they failed... To counter the 1918 flu strain while it spread to one-third of the global population with a mortality rate of approximately 20%. Jeez. The Spanish flu's viral mutations proved especially fatal. This is the this is the mutations. 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 That proved especially fatal for, for military members. This is what's creepy here. Uh, that had a strong immune. So these were healthy individuals immunized against the original Spanish flu. Um the young people with previous exposure to the milder flu strains. So, like COVID, you've got it. I don't need a vaccine. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, you know, you can decide. If you want to be an anti-vaxxer, I don't care. You know, if you're crazy like that, I don't care. <laughs> but um, these were people that either got the flu or they may have had some immunization. They had an immuno- immunological response from the memory of the, you know, basically they had the antibodies, which prompted a 
uh, dysregulated immune response to the 1918 flu. And mm. so they had way severe symptoms and more death yeah. because of being exposed to the previous strain. Makes sense. Scary. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's kind of what's happening a little bit right now with COVID is they're seeing some variants. So anyway, mm. um, and then even if we could trust that the Russians abided by the Biological Weapons Convention of 72 and yeah. destroyed their arsenals, mm. what about China and North Korea yeah. and all the other little scary states out there that could easily <clears throat> find or pay yeah. Super smart person to just create some pretty scary stuff. I mean, hell, look at Amazon. They sell kids' lab kits that make biological nightmares like creepy crawlers, mm-hmm, yeah. Dr. Dreadful Food Lab, <laughs> slime kits. Oh, those slime kits. I, I mean, swear. look how advanced we've become that kids can start making this. It's stuff. crazy. So, anyways, um, yeah. basically, it's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's, pr- it's easy to follow our worst scenario of a pandemic mm-hmm. again with another pandemic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an still one of the most probable things for us to deal with. Exactly. Because you think, well, 1918, 2020, I got about 100 years to think about yeah. another pandemic. No. I think it's going to be a lot sooner. Well, especially now there's more people. There's you more know what I mean? There's more people that hate people. Yeah, there's more traveling. It's just like stuff, it, the conditions are much worse, I think, now. I do too. But uh, who knows? I don't know nothing. On a lighter note, on a lighter note, COVID nineteen pandemic has brought many challenges to <laughs> us. We have to rely on tech to mm. FaceTime, talk to your mommy and your daddy, mm-hmm. your grandpa and grandma, pappy, do your schoolwork and Nanny. all that. Mm. This has also caused a huge spike in cybercrime because people suck. Credit card gets stolen. Mm. Macy's points for nice dress oh, no. gone. Yep, all so, your dicks points are. Gone. Sporting goods, Cameron. Sporting goods. (laughs) My dick points are gone. (laughs) Ah, I lost a hundred dick points right there. (laughs) I'm gonna use that. I hate the internet. Stupid internet. Um Ah. but you can right now, today, you can protect yourself when you go online. Yeah. Get yourself a virtual private network from and only from Surfshark. That's how you gotta do it. They the nice thing about them, mm. you subscribe to them, and it can be applied to any device that goes on the internet. Yeah. No longer worry about malware and phishing and obnoxious and often unsafe ads and emails. Get quickly notified if your email and password are leaked, which yes. happens all the time. Another thing's cool about them is that basically you connect to a server that could be in Great Britain. You could watch Top Gear. Mm. But probably on everything else. The same one that Boris Johnson's watching. But yeah. So using that, it makes it look like you're in that region. And so you can play a DVD from that region. <laughs> no, DVD. you can access different um, libraries of, yeah. of movies and stuff. Pretty cool. One subscription covers every device, no matter their operating system. If you don't know what it's like, I'm telling you, it's super easy. And if you try it for 30 days, you can get your money back. That's great. Surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. Try it for 30 days. I'm telling you, mm. it's the best one out there. You got to get it, man. And how much does it cost? I don't know. 24 months plus three extra months will cost you... Less than 60 bucks. That's Jeez. amazing. At that time, we'll probably be done with COVID. We'll probably be dead. I mean, it might be. New COVID strain. Yeah, COVID 2021. But anyways, that's like yeah. less than 250 a month. It's freaking awesome, man. Go Don't get it. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be Go dumb. get Surfshark. So, Cameron, now that we've uh, scared everybody yeah. um, about this. We're, we're fear mongers. Yes. We are. We are, but we embrace it. Right? We want you to be prepared, and that's what we're going to talk about. We do. How do you even prepare for such an event? Cameron. Get you a crisper. Yeah. Figure out what yeah. it can do. And put a crisper in your bug out bag. Yeah. You got to get the travel version, though. 
Number the one was too big. If you work with the government, yeah, go look at Dark Winter. Yeah, don't <sighs> put aside the studies you, we paid for. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> do it. Do go it. Go to dicks too and buy Dick, whatever you want. Dicks points. Um. So number one, you guys. I, you guys are probably so sick of me talking about this, but get your emergency plan together. Do it if you Let haven't. If you haven't done it, it's not hard. No, but boy, is it useful! It's great. I mean, yeah. I use my. You've got to have a plan with your. Family. You have to have a plan. Go to RedCross.org. Go to FEMA. Wherever you want to go to get it, go get it. Take twenty minutes. Fill it out. You're going to feel like a You know superhero. what my number one plan is with my family? What? Let's get a plan developed. Let's get a plan. Let's get a plan. Exactly. Your emergency plan is to start with a plan. Yeah. We're going to sit down once the emergency hits, <laughs> and we're going to make a plan. It's a bad time. But with any sort of disaster, especially with something like biowarfare, gosh, a pandemic, biowarfare, all that, you got to have a plan ready because yeah. it's not a good thing to go yeah, through. Yeah, you can see all the different directions it can go. Exactly. So do it. That's the number one thing with all... Everything. Family emergency plan. The next thing is emergency kits. So this comes down to bug out bags. This comes down to vehicle kits, EDC kits, first aid kits, blackout kits. All of these things um, are going to be immensely useful. If you've done nothing else and you have these kits, boy, you you got a huge leg up in any situation. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially with, with bio-warfare. Bio you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in, in, yeah, I like that you just sum it up as kits because you got to yeah. have all the varieties of kits. Exactly. Like, there's so many different kits. Kit cloud kicker. And look, those are fun. They That's are. the fun thing to do I agree. as a prepper. Build those kits, man. Build them. Rebuild them. Pull them back down. Build them again. Some Lego kits. Le exactly, yeah. But, you know, blackout kits, who knows? Is the power going to go out because of biowarfare? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You're going to need that blackout kit, right? Yeah. Are you going to get hurt or sick? Yeah, probably. You're going to need a what first aid kit. What if all the, kit? you know, heavy linemen, no, nah, the football team, yeah. but the power company, they're I all dead you. from pandemic. Exactly. So um, emergency kits are going to be a big deal. 72-hour kits, kits at your house, all your regular preps, all these things are going to be immensely important to, to figure it out. Okay, so especially in um, a biowarfare situation where you're dealing with disease, where you're dealing with things um, that have to do with your health, um, the medical preps and your, your, your health preps become even more important in these situations. So, number one, sometimes people don't like this, but be up to date on your immunization. I know, some people don't like it. And that's fine. But, but the thing is, like, when I was looking through the preps, like, mm -hmm. every single, like, prepper website mm -hmm. is biowarfare in the end is like we develop something to stop it yes. and it's usually an and immunization so you've <laughs> got to do that for okay and i understand with this with covid specifically if you're not comfortable with it just because of all i ask is just like look into it yeah study it and see if it yeah. could you know you know i i am still on the fence i don't even know if i'm it's gonna tough. take it it's because tough. i know i'm gonna live if i get it right i mean 99 chance right um so but i've older got it people, scheduled for me this saturday Ooh. But I'm in the healthcare field. You should, you should like. You know, live I don't know it. what I'm gonna deal with exactly. next fall. And, and again, like, you, so like for some people, it makes I'm a whole lot of sense. The chip being put in me, yes, and becoming the full beast. on Biden supporter. <laughs> yeah, by getting a shot Saturday. So okay. if he comes back uh, next week and he's like, "Vote donkeys," and then, this podcast <laughs> has been closed down. Yeah. You'll know why. Yeah. Um. But. It's going to help you in any biowarfare situation. The, the healthier you are, the, the more immunizations you have, the better. Yeah. Right? Um, Look at the military. They get like 16 billion they a day, I think. They pump them full. Like, They're like, constantly. you're going over to Africa? Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't worry, Truman got 50,000 of these. <laughs> he still lived for another few months. <laughs> um, and also, being in good health is going to be key for your, for your immune system. You're going to have to fight off some weird disease in this yeah. biowarfare. And, you know, if you're eating well, if you are exercising, you're going to be better. Off. Nobody wants to try and save their family when they're crapping themselves to death, sweating no. to death. Exactly. And out of shape. Yeah. Um, the, the healthier you are, you know, the better in shape you are, the easier it is going to be to fight off some sort of a disease. So get healthy. Yeah. Start eating well. Yeah. That's hard. They've even shown if, like, people that get the flu shot, there's another controversial one. Yeah. Um, like, an exercise, uh-huh. like, right after 30 to, you know, 90 minutes of exercise, mm-hmm. which is way more than I ever do in a year. Yeah. But they they spike the immune response, like, way better. It makes sense, right? So, anyway. So, eat well, exercise, but this also includes mental health. Oh, and boy. we have seen oh, boy. big time how mental health has been an issue throughout COVID. I mean, can you imagine if it would have been worse? Yeah. I mean, I understand because, boy, this has been a sucky year, yeah. right? Sucky. I'm terrified about, like, look at the one, like, recently, the shooting in the spas and yeah. stuff. It's just like people are losing their minds. They yeah, already dude. did have mm-hmm. very little left. Yeah. And then they had to be cooped up. Exactly. Scary. But if you are one of those people that are just, like, hanging on by a thread, you're, like, one event away from losing Waiting your shit. Waiting for that stimulus to at, drop in. Yeah. You're like already that, in trouble. Exactly. Like. This is not going to be helpful, so you've got to keep your mental health up. And part of that is exercise, man. I can't tell you how much really exercise affects your mental health. So all these things are a big deal when it comes to your medical preps and being ready for a, a biowarfare attack. Um, also, if you're going to have to bug out, in a really bad, you know, biowarfare situation, you're going to want to be able to walk a mile with a pack on <laughs> or something like that, right? Yeah. So staying in basic good shape is going to be hugely beneficial. I wouldn't take your pack off. No. Go to work, go to church. Sleep with it. <laughs> with your pack Just on. always. You'll be used to it. Yeah. <laughs> when you take it off, you'll feel like a new person. Exactly. And then you're also ready for that anti-gravity situation <laughs> yeah. where the, the world has, has more, more, gravi- gravity. more gravity. Yeah, that's, I was, did it the wrong way. I feel great. Great. I feel great. Why are you guys struggling to walk up the stairs? Pushies. Um, also, also having your medical records on hand is going to be super useful in these situations because you just don't know. Um, and then the thing that we are always harping on, too, if you are one of those people. Harp. 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 coming in. Joe Biden is our king. Um, <laughs> it's our king. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, d- your daily meds. If you're somebody who's taking daily meds, you have to have a backup plan. You do. You I'm not going to get you in same day. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. I am not into that. Especially in a biowarfare yeah. situation. It's yeah. not going to happen. Hours have been extended for the <laughs> yeah. biowarfare stuff. <laughs> All right, they probably cut the hours. They, because yeah. of the biowarfare, we are cutting our hours to one to two on Sundays. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. Um Consider installing a high efficiency 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 particulate air filter um, in your furnace in your return duct because Ooh, all the furnace guys will go crazy on that one. Will they? Yeah. Why? I've heard it, it stresses the system too much. Oh geez. I've had so many people tell me that. Well, so does the one I've, I've left just, in there for I a year and a half. Like, they're going to be like, ah! 
<laughs> I know. But so does the I one that I... put in ducks. The, the basic one that I put in there that's a year and a half old that, <laughs> like, looks like... Oh, yeah. It's captured so much crap, like, you can't even see it. It's, just like, straight <laughs> dust. I'm like, oh, I should just change I should just take the lint out of my dryer throw and it right I throw it right in there. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Filters. But those ones will filter out viruses, bacteria, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The thing is, you can get Why it, not? you know... Even if you don't put it in your furnace system, yeah. like you got a big old HEP filter. Yeah, you can get those. I'm tape it around me. <laughs> <laughs> Only one way in yeah, through this HEPA filter. That's right. Like everything goes right through that. I put it on my CPAP machine, <laughs> right yeah, through the HEPA right. filter. Air, put it, yep. Put it on. Air dryers um, and stuff. But anyways, it's another thing that can help, right? Yeah, it can. So thinking about communications in a biowarfare situation, um, this actually is very, very critical because early warning is going to be key in a biowarfare situation. If you're not paying attention to what's going on out there and you're just walking down the street with no mask on and people are puking and dying, and you're like, what <laughs> the hell? Dude, <laughs> I should check the Twitter more often because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Right? So it's going to be super key. I suggest getting emergency alert apps on all of your phones so you're getting the the absolute earliest information possible yeah. and it's pushing it to you. Same jog, same sidewalk. You got a hazmat suit on. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be just fine. So different. Right? So I like the Red Cross app. It's probably my favorite when it comes down to emergency apps. You can have it. I think send it's just you, really organized. Yeah, like, and you can have it send you lots of different types of alerts and for different areas <clears throat> and stuff like that. So I love the Red Cross app. The FEMA app is great as well. And also I suggest if your local county, like your emergency management, has an app as, as well, get that one. Because I think ours does. It's like the code. Yeah or the alert, I don't remember what it's called, but I have that as well. So you're getting information from a bunch of different places. They're going to send it out. They're going to push it to you so you get that. Um, and obviously, emergency radio is going to be key. If the cell towers go down in these crazy times uh, and the power is lost, you still need to get some sort of information. <clears throat> as much as we all hate it, Social media can actually be a really good source of breaking news and information. Just make sure that you, you have to have your own filter on on that. Yeah, you're gonna have to have your own HEPA make filter. Make your own um, So just think about that. And gear, when it comes down to gear, this comes back to really similar stuff for like pandemic preparedness that we've talked about a couple of times. You have to at least have those N95 masks. Um, if you had those at the beginning of the pandemic, you you felt like a king and a smart person, and you know what I mean. Um, so those are huge. And they're so there's they're like abundantly available now. Mm. So it's like, and I'm pretty sure the prices have come down because for a while they were yeah. expensive. No, you could buy a big old box. So yeah, now's the time to at least get that yeah. back. Get in that your back basement. in your basement. Yeah, exactly. Um, beans in my basement. Um, <laughs> duct tape is a big one with plastic rolls. So if you have to cordon off an area, a room, your entire house, so you can do that. Hand sanitizer. Gas masks. I mean, there's so many different yeah. things you can do. She, like that's why I think. Luckily, we went through this pandemic that you know was yeah. wasn't horrible. Yes. And yeah. now look at all the things that are like like you can go to Lowe's and find a whole aisle full of hand sanitizer, yeah. which I've never seen. No. Yeah. And now's a good time to buy it. It perfect. It actually is. Um, soap and and gloves and like those Tyvek suits. Yeah, stuff that no matter what it is, it's, it's going to be helpful against it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alcohol kills. Yeah. Americans Bad memories. All, <laughs> mom's against that. Yeah. Um, OTC meds. Um, we saw even in this pandemic how they just flew yeah. off the shelf. They were gone. So get some some of those and antibiotics. 
Obviously, that's a difficult one, but if you can get those, figure it out. All right. Then it comes back to the basics again, food and water. There's always that possibility that food and water could be contaminated with a biowarfare attack. Maybe they go through the food supply or the water supply, and you're like, oh, crap, I can't drink this, I can't eat this, so you have to have stuff on hand, right? Um, There's also a high probability of a run on grocery stores. Again, we saw this with COVID. Yeah, and supply chains being broken. So start with your basics, your two weeks of food and water. You know, always have a filter, have have a Sawyer Mini or something like that. Um, stock up on pantry, frozen in your long-term to- food storage um, because you're going to want to avoid the stores if at all possible. Yeah. Um, that's if they're actually open. You don't even know if they're going to be open. So think about food and water. <clears throat> um, as, as Operation Dark Winter showed, there's going to be a breakdown of society. There's going to be riots, and there could be martial law. There could be crazy things going on. So you want to make sure that you have a good home security plan and a defense plan um, for this. So uh, you're going to have to make sure that your home or your bug-out location, whatever it is, has good security and that you have a basic understanding of self-defense because you're going to – you could get – into crazy situations when there's riots and when there's civil disorder just be aware of home security and and self-defense and that's going to include guns there i said it what did you just i said guns (laughs) um so think about that um we're now 45 minutes and that's the first time you bring that up (laughs) hour and four minutes is it really it is Speed it up. So, Don't worry, um, there's no medical tips, so this is going to be over soon. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on my last one. The last one is bugging out. Um, if things get bad enough, and it's a, if it's a biological warfare situation, bugging out might be your only option. Yeah. You just don't know. So make sure that you have that good plan in place. Go back and listen to our bugging out episodes. We have several of those. Make sure your plan includes vehicles, transportation, refueling, um, and make sure, yeah, make sure that plan has lots of alternatives because in this situation, there's going to be a lot of destinations that probably just aren't going to be safe. Right. And so, or you may not even be able to leave your town. It's true. You know, yeah. Unless you know that back road. Exactly. Um, so it's important to keep it away from large population areas, obviously, because if there's a biowarfare attack, they're going to hit those large population areas first. Right. I mean, it just makes sense. So it does. Those are a few things that you can do um, to prepare or to um, counter a, a biological warfare situation. Yeah. No, we're all sick of COVID. Yeah, we're we sick are. and tired of it. We are. But it really was. It's. I mean, use it as a learning experience of those things that yeah. you just never expect. That's what you know. I'm like, holy crap! I never expected. Yeah. To go through something like this, and there's a lot of stuff I wasn't ready for. So yeah, it's a great, great learning experience. And if you have a chance, go take a look at Operation Dark Winter. Read through some of that stuff yeah. because boy, it's kind of eye-opening that <laughs> we had we had this something that could have given yeah. us a way better plan. And the fact is that that it was the operation was very successful because it it was really spot on with the things that it showed. Right? I mean, it was spot on. Super frustrating. We just didn't move that to the next level and utilize those things archived yeah (laughs) anyways hey guys today's podcast is brought to you by tack pack the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside use our code casual preppers get a free separate bag set of edc gear along with your first month's tack pack i know head to tackpack.com guys you'll have from yeah great guys would never start a biological war (laughs) never (laughs) i love them Head to tackback.com, use our code CASUALPREPPERS. Free bag of EDC gear. Horica. Horica. And you're saying you don't have a, a medical tip today? No, I so, didn't. I oh, left you do? It off. No, oh. I left it off. 
Oh, okay. I'm not going to hit the button. I left it off because I knew this was going to be This is all like medical stuff, right? Yeah. Anyways, when it comes down to it. Yeah. So So that's that's, that's all we have. Um, Thank you, guys. Please go visit our sponsors, uh, BattleBox. Yeah, look at what cool stuff you can get from Surfshark, Off the Grid, Off the Grid Surplus. Yeah. um, Adventure Ready Brands, so SOL. Those guys are great. Yeah. Oh, man. You can find a ton of stuff through them. Prepper's Medical Guide. Yep. Right? I mean... Even um, the, uh, what's the, the everyday carry stuff we get from uh, a smaller know. group? Yeah. Did you get the, we got flashlights and stuff from them? Yeah, I don't know. Their it website's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, ah, What great. is it called? Going Gear? Going Gear. Yeah, they got great stuff. They aren't a sponsor, but they, they send no, us lots of cool No, but yeah, they, they've had, uh, yeah. their site has a lot more than I thought, but. For sure. We want to thank them. And make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. Um, that only helps us. Go Red Cross. subscribe on YouTube. Red Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Go, go, go follow us on Red Cross. LDS.org. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Walmart.com. Yeah, go follow us there. Target.com. Exactly. Dicks. Yeah, Dicks is definitely. We're yeah. in there. All right. Stay survived.